0: KD Hill was a football player at Ole Miss and getting ready for the NFL draft, destined to play with a pro football team. In an instant, this reality shifted dramatically. KD's life changed forever when he got in a car accident that severely injured his leg and eventually had to get amputated. To most people, this would be seen as a curse and would be stuck saying, God, why me? Why did this happen to me? What in the world is this going to do for my life? But not KD. As you will soon learn, KD has probably the most optimistic attitude for someone that has gone through what he has gone through. In fact, he said he's even thankful that it happened because it showed him that God has other plans for him besides football. That's just, I, I can't even describe how amazing that is. But today we get to talk about his life, his path to get to where he is today, and just what he plans to do now as a motivational figure and someone that portrays Christ in everything that he does. You're gonna absolutely love this one today. Welcome back to the Competing for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Ken Burke, and today we get to talk to KD Hill. KD, I can't thank you enough for coming on today, sir. It really means a lot. And just having someone like yourself on is an honor for sure.
1: Yes, sir. Just thank you again for this amazing opportunity. And I can't wait to impact people's lives today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I know you're going to impact a lot of people uh, today, and I know you have for a while now. So, you know, the first thing that I wanted to ask you, and I I hope that you can elaborate a lot on, is your testimony. How, can you please share your testimony and just what you've gone through, especially in the past
1: year? Um, So July 21st, around 4.40 a.m., I had a football career in an accident. Mm. For those listening, um, notice I said football career, not career because that has just begun. Mm. And a lot of us, through adversity, that's where we find our purpose in life and god has truly showed me things throughout this journey i've been on and he did it not to harm me but to prosper me and he had a better future for me and that was to fulfill my calling in life which is motivational speaking and one day will be ministry so from now on whatever i do is to glorify him and to do it to the best of my ability that i know
0: Mm. So, you know, where where did your you know, obviously you just you went to Old Miss to play football. Talk talk to me about, you know, how you how you got brought up in your faith and with athletics too.
1: So I recently I just left my church in my hometown, U Alabama, this past Sunday and um one of my church members came up to me. She said, Do you remember when you used to come to Sunday school? I'll pretty much every Sunday I was in Sunday school and I would have to talk about what we taught in Sunday school and not knowing when I was that small and growing up that that was my calling. God was preparing me for this my whole life, such as motivational speaking and ministry. Um, I'm not perfect, I'm far from perfect, but God continued to use me in ways I can't even explain. And my mom, she brought me up in the church. Um, she brought me up right. I remember when I was fishing with my grandfather When I was nine years old, it was during the summer. And I said, grandfather, we wasn't catching anything. And I said, grandfather, we must have faith the size of a mustard seed. And literally after I said that, we began to catch so many bass. And (laughs) I remember like it was yesterday. And that was really my first experience with faith. And throughout my whole life, I began to build my faith through my testimonies, which he had given me. Um, When I was young, I used to have seizures um, and I used to have to sleep with my mom and my mom would have to help me and everything when I would go through my episodes of seizures. And I remember I would have to go to Children's Hospital in Birmingham and I would walk around with a monitor on my head with wires and a cast around it. And look at me now, I, I don't look like what I've gone through. Even after my accident, July 21st, I remember the next day I got up and walked on my walker and I said, I got the heart of a lion. It's something in you because it's bigger than you. And I felt like that was God using me through it all. He he didn't give it to harm me, like I said, but to prosper me because he knew how strong I was. And at that time when the accident occurred, the state trooper arrived on scene. And the first thing I said was, sir, hold my hand, let's pray. During that time, all I knew who to call on was God and days after the accident, my mom saw a message from the EMT that was on the scene, and they told her they felt the divine power there, and they couldn't explain it, and I just knew when that moment I sent that prayer up, it was a simple prayer, but I knew he heard my prayer, and he had his hands all around me, and he had my grandfather there to protect me. My, my grandfather died when I was 10 years old from pancreatic cancer, I I'd get emotional. When I talk about him and talk about my accident, because God know how hard I worked throughout my life. Um, I had a lot of people down me, told me I wouldn't be this and that, I wouldn't play in the SEC, and everything I said I wanted to do, it came to pass. Not because of just hard work, but because of faith. Faith without work is dead. In order to achieve something, you want you have to believe in it before it even exists, and. So I had to continue to trust God and work. Um, my mom would take me to camps. My mom raised me up um, by herself as a single mother. I had my grandparents help and family help along the way. But watching my mom sacrifice the things she's done for me throughout my life, it, it means a lot. And that was my goal was to make sure mom was straight. It still is that goal. And I have a 10-month-old son. I, I had a son when I was actually training for the NFL on February 1st, Kaden Leon Hill. He has my grandfather middle name, Leon. And that was something I wanted to do to honor my grandfather and carry the legacy. And one thing my grandfather always said was, the champ is here. And that's what I always tell my son, the champ is here. And I passed that legacy down to him. And I can't wait to watch him grow. Every time I see him, it's like looking at myself in a reflection. And God working mysterious ways. Um, It's truly an honor and a blessing to be able to have a a son that is healthy through my experience. I lost my right leg below the knee amputation. And as I was, I was going to become a Paralympian and train for that as well, but that wasn't what God wanted me to do. He wanted me to do motivational speaking. And while I was there, I would see kids that never had the opportunity to play football. And it makes you look at things in a different perspective. And I always said I wanted to bring my son up around those things because it makes him be grateful for the small things. Each and every day, God gives us breath to wake up. And a lot of people take that for granted because of their circumstances. Your circumstances don't define you, but you have to define your circumstances and let God use you in a mighty way because we all have gifts that are inside of us. But it is up to us to
0: find those gifts. Wow. Katie, I mean, I'm fired up right now. I don't know about you, but goodness gracious, man. Thank you for, thank you for all of that. That is, it's real. And you you know, you, you touched on so many things And I I love what you said, but you know, faith without works is dead. James too. I mean, you have to have those works or else your faith is dead and you have to have those faith, that faith or else your works doesn't really mean anything. And yeah, I mean, First of all, I just just want to ask, what was going on in your mind during that accident? Because obviously, I mean, I I know it was painful. It had to have been painful. What was that like?
1: Actually, God comforted me. Mm. He actually comforted me while I was in that accident. I was trapped almost five hours. They didn't call my mom until three hours had passed. They actually thought I wasn't going to make it because I had two blood transfusions on the scene. Mm. And they told me they didn't have any more blood. And so they eventually had to give me this type of fluid to... Blood clot my blood to stop from bleeding so much, and I just remember thinking about my son and my mom. Um, That's the first thing I said. I said, "Please let me call my son and my mom." They wouldn't let me call them, but during that time, all I did was lay my head on the steering wheel. I was up the entire time. I remember when the doctor arrived on scene to amputate my leg. I looked them dead in the eyes, and for me to continue to stay up throughout that whole process and not been to faint it because of all the blood I lost or um, just, you know, God could have called me, but I knew that he had a purpose for, he has a purpose for my life. And that is why I'm still here because now I'm fulfilling that purpose to glorify his kingdom and continue to build his kingdom because each and every day his army is rising. And I truly believe that. And God gives you the strength during those trials to be able to get through trials and tribulations. But we also have to work as well, such as putting in our faith in him. So um, I'm just, I'm grateful. I continue to say grateful because a lot of people would have not made it. Um, Some of those that have seen the accident, it was bad. I didn't even know it was that bad because I couldn't even see out the truck. I just remember eventually after the three hours passed, I said, I'm getting weak. I can't hold myself up because I was holding by the steering wheel, hanging out the truck. Once they opened the door, once they cut the door, it took three people to hold me up. And I remember they would have to lift me up and constantly exchange. And I just know that God was with me. And for me to continue to be up through the whole process and remember all of that, that's nobody but God. And he's continued to work in my life. And that is why... I always share the word and I get so joyful when I talk about him because I have experienced the power he has.
0: Wow. And I hope you realize that, you know, not a lot of people would have that perspective that you have. And I I, I found a couple articles on, on that accident and yourself and, you know, what you've gone through. And one one quote really stuck out to me. You said, the accident was the best thing that ever happened to me. God had other plans for me besides football. That, I mean... The perspective that takes is unlike most people on this earth. Well, how how do you still have that perspective and that positive attitude even through? I mean, you lost your leg. How how in the world is that possible?
1: Philippians four twelve, Paul, Mm. he said, "Whether well fed or starving, I will be content in life. Mm. No matter what situation I am going through, God is going to comfort me. Look at Job. Look at Joseph." It took Joseph 13 years to finally see the promise God had given him from the original vision, which he had given him from the beginning, when he would tell his family about that vision, that one day people would bow down to him. And it took those 13 years for that to finally happen. And through that, he did not question God's ability. We should never question his ability, because he's a God that sees all things. He can do everything, and he knows the end and the beginning. So before, all, before I was made in my mother's womb, he already knew the plan he had for me, as Jeremiah 29, 11 says. And so that's why I'm so comfortable right now because I'm still able to do everything I've done before my accident, but I do it better, as I would say. Yes, I have one leg, but I can still do those things. Like I said, he didn't do it to harm me, but to show me what I had inside of me. Mm. And it, it God... He work in miraculous ways to bring you back to that original vision and to show you what you had inside of you that you never knew you had. He wants to use you to your full potential. I, How,
0: how has your look, outlook on life changed at all? Every Before my accident, I always
1: worship God the way I have. The only thing that has changed, I grew stronger mentally, physically, and spiritually. Other than that, I always had a, a given heart to others, always was a great person. Um, I'm not perfect, but we all sin, we all fall short of the glory of God, but God knows our heart. He judges us based off our heart. And so i always been a great person. Anybody that you ask, they will say, KD always motivated me, encouraged me. So at that moment, I knew that was a calling on my life once I reflected back while I was in the hospital. This is my calling. This is what God wants me to do. Mm-hmm.
0: There, I, for a lot of for a lot of athletes i know for myself included when I, when I was an athlete i always took the opportunities that i had for granted like i always you know i i was constantly wanting to do the next thing or the next thing or the next thing what advice would you give to the athlete that you know they're not promised tomorrow none of us are promised tomorrow what what advice would you give for them about you just seizing the opportunity that they have today in this moment
1: chairs one day at a time Just cherish it. Take a deep breath because sometimes you forget as an athlete that the thing you always been won, you're living it right now. You're you're a living testimony. God has given you that to honor him, not to honor you, but to honor him and give him the glory. He has put you on that pedestal. So you can tell the world about his goodness and how far he have brought you, because many athletes come from different backgrounds, and so you have to use that opportunity to glorify him.
0: Yeah, that's so true, and you know I, I know for myself, my dream was to play in college, and I, I got to college, and it was i mean it was it felt empty. I felt empty inside because I had put my faith in that in that thing in baseball, but and you know like, like yourself, you have to put that in Jesus. You have to put that in God because without, uh, without that, you know, nothing will satisfy you. And I, I think that, that taught me that lesson that I needed, uh, because without baseball, I, I felt empty and I felt alone, but without, you know, I, I needed Jesus in that, in that moment for sure. But, you know, Katie, you won the Chucky Mullins Courage Award uh, during your time as an as an Ole Miss football player, and I, I did some research on this award, and you know it was it's it's given to a person with with courage that replicates what Ole Miss football is about, and you know how have you utilized courage in a never quits mentality throughout your journey and, you know, just like Chucky Mullins, he was he was paralyzed in a football game. Both of you definitely have showed courage through all of this. What, what would you just say about, you know, showing that courage and that never quit mentality?
1: The way I look at it as Jesus, he died for all our sins. Um, the moment he got on this earth, he knew what his mission and his purpose was. It wasn't for him, but it was for God and to glorify him and to wash away all our sins, because before that it was animal sacrifice, but with Jesus, He died and it washed all of our sins away. So if Jesus did that for us, why can't I get up and fight every day for Him?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's so true. And you know, you need to you need to always be able to be ready for for every day, because you know, every every day might be a fight for you. Every day might be a struggle, and you have to be prepared to you know rely on Jesus through all of that. But yeah, you know, KD, do you see sports differently now? Because you know, athletes, you know, it's part of our blood. It's part of our, it's part of who we are. Do you, do you look at those differently now?
1: So as a defensive lineman, the first position I look at is the line. And yes, you do look at it different. I could see certain things others can't see. A lot of people look at it as a game, but I look at it as film. So I watch a lot of things, such as the the defense alignment from the the ground up. Watch the footwork, are they coming out of their hips? Are they striking? All of that. So I look at the game very different from others.
0: Yeah. Do you do you keep in contact with those those teammates and just make sure, like, hey, you ready for you ready for Saturday? You ready for this bowl game coming up?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, I'm so proud of the football team. They've grown tremendously, and I can't wait to see how far the program goes as well.
0: Yeah. If you could go back to to that kid that was getting recruited out of high school, as for, for from SEC teams from big Power Five schools, what would you tell him to prepare for what was to come in your future?
1: Um, first off, I would tell him what's meant for you is meant for you. Um, hmm. you. Can't stop what God has for your life. You never know what's going to be thrown at you. I never knew that my accident would occur. But the only thing I could control was how I responded to it. Mm. So that's that's really much all I could say. Continue to work hard. Keep him first most of all. And just don't give up. But it, I can't say you. the only way you can prepare yourself for your future is by working towards it and standing the word. Because when times of trouble come, you will need something to stand on. And that is the word. As it say, you must build your house on
0: the rock. Mm. Yeah. You know there there's i'm sure you've you've reflected a lot on what you've been through and all of the 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 things that you've gone through and what would you what do you hope to teach your son from from your experiences because i you know you 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 talk about you already talked about him what what do you hope to teach him from what you've gone through
1: trust god hmm. that's all i could say is just trust him um you literally have to build a personal relationship with him in order to do that, though, because it's going to be times where you're feeling like everything falling apart, but it is for our good. It is to make us stronger and to show us what we never knew we had inside of us and just be able to spend time with him daily. And don't just read a scripture to check the box, but read the scripture to understand what it means and use it in the everyday life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because I I, <laughs> I struggle with that too. You know, just trying to sometimes just check the box. Like, yeah, I read it today. I prayed today, so I should be good to go. But yeah, having that relationship and it ha- being con- being. Uh, proactive in your faith is huge for sure, but yeah, Katie, uh, thank you so much for joining the show today. It was it was an honor, and you are an inspiration to so so many people. And yeah, I mean the positive attitude that you have, and just the outlook that you have on life, is so motivating. And you're you're gonna be a great speaker. I I know for a fact.
1: Hey, th- thank you so much. Um, I, I just want to continue to to do His will and let Him use me. Um, everything I said today was from him i know that for a fact because i started just flowing and i got a lot of energy from it i get very joyful when i talk about him and my testimony so thank
0: you yeah of course and i'll definitely uh put your social media links in the in the description because they are some motivating videos and tiktoks and instagram reels so yeah thank you again katie
1: hey thank you so much
0: For everyone that tuned in today, please make sure to share this episode and subscribe to the show. Uh, It means more to us than you know. Uh, Forewarning, the next two weeks we will have off uh, just as a break, as a Sabbath rest, uh, and just focus on what Christmas is about, the Christmas season is about, about Jesus coming to this world. I feel like this is a good reset uh, going into the new year and coming up on episode 100. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it, and yeah. This two-week break is much needed for myself, um, but we'll be back soon. But if you don't get anything else from this, just remember this. Jesus loves you, and he's going to fight for you no matter what. Talk to you all next time.